We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're, you're tuned in to Starstruck, Starstruck, where the stars align. Now here's your host, Psychic Wayne. Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align. I am your host, Psychic Wayne, if you haven't figured that out. And we talk about things all about astrology here. Um, and just to let you know, you are listening to Dash App Radio. And, you know, we're all at our, my guests are at their homes. I'm at my home. So what we're doing, we're doing the social distancing thing. You know, it's, as a matter of fact, my guests are very, very far away from me. <laughs> I am bringing them from across the waters. Yes. Um, both of them have been on my show before. Uh, we have Christelle, who's in the United Kingdom in London. Hello. Yeah. And we have Matthew, the astrologer, who is in Canada. And how's I am you, the how's it going only in? one. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> but I'm the only one under Donald Trump rule. But yeah. Oh, wow. Lucky you. Sounds Lucky good. You. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bruce. How are y'all? <laughs> Not too bad. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. How are you, Matt? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm kind of getting to the point now where I don't really talk to anyone outside of the internet, and I spend most of my time standing in the yard talking to magpies. So this is pretty much my dream come true. Oh, there's, there's three of us in one platform. That's amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. First time for this. First yeah. time for yeah. all three of us to be here. You know? But thank you so much for having me back, by the way. I had so much fun two weeks ago. It was a great pleasure to be here. And it's a great pleasure to be here again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I got emails and compliments about the two of you and of my other guests too. So I'm going to have them back as well, but you know, and, and so cool. we'll rotate and bring in, you know, other people on too. But yeah, I really appreciate you guys cutting out some time and coming and hang out with me so we can talk about these stars. Cause I get look, sitting at home alone. I don't have anybody to talk to about it. I know. I it's isolation. <laughs> it is. So listen, mm-hmm. um, we just found out in LA that we have we're going to be at the state you know have the stay at home guidelines until july but then i read somewhere it's going to be until august so how long are you guys going to be in uh, london oh in london well we we are still on lockdown but it has on sunday we had a speech by our prime minister who said uh, basically that we are still on lockdown, but we are not so much on lockdown. So it caused a huge kind of confusion for the collective in in the UK because people were like, okay, if we're allowed out, like, are we allowed out or are we not allowed out? Do we go work or do we not go work? There's Essentially, it's just it's just really confusing for, for people right now. As far as I'm aware, and I'm not practicing this at all, I'm staying isolated at home with my family, um, mm-hmm. People are allowed to kind of be closer uh, together outside, but still have the distancing, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so that's the awkward thing, because that's what's caused a lot of the confusion. And also, um, people who need to work can go to work, but can't take the public transport, if they can help that, actually, if they can help that. Um, it, it's advised that they walk and cycle instead, so very kind of Uranus in Taurus, much yeah, more natural. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, but I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I'm not really connected to the outside world right, right now. I am still very nervous as to what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like all of this is the start of another relapse. To be fair, and that this is just this is me talking in a mundane sense, not necessarily astrologically. Um, right. it's, all, it's all one <laughs> thing. <laughs> Sorry, say again. It's all one thing. Yeah, <laughs> the astrology of it and all our fears. How, yeah, how are things in Canada, Matt? It's um, not bad overall. We're kind of going about things in our, our usual quietly, politely disgruntled way that we handle everything here. Um, you know, public transit is still running, but all the seats are marked off so that you can't get within two meters of anyone. And uh, mm-hmm. groceries are still available. We don't have a panic on toilet paper anymore. Um, and yeah, that's 2020 in Canada. 
But this is the thing, the toilet paper. (laughs) The toilet I was just thinking today, like I never, I didn't stack up with the first kind of, when we had a peak around that time, when the coronavirus first kind of started becoming part of our consciousness in that way. I didn't stack up on anything. So when I did go to my local supermarkets, there there was never any toilet roll. But now I know what's coming. Like I was thinking today, I'm buying a ton. Like I don't care. (laughs) I'm buying a lot of pasta because last time there was no pasta. There's no Mm -hmm. eggs. Oh, well, you know, here in, in um, well, I think all over the country, people are getting shamed when they go in and take all the toilet paper. So oh, be I careful know. with that. Oh, no, I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really work with that Mercury in Gemini and think logically as to how I'm going to plan this. I'm going to execute it so it doesn't offend people. But I definitely okay. want to be comfortable with this peak coming. If there is right. a peak. Is well, definitely. obviously there is going to be a peak, you guys, because we got right. all these planets in... Um, Retrograde this week. Let, let's tell oh, our God. listeners, you know, people talk all the time about, oh, Mercury is in retrograde without really understanding what that is. Yeah. And people so, have fear about retrogrades as well, don't they? Well, they do it because they don't completely understand it. And mm-hmm. the truth to me, and I guess the way I kind of learned the concept is, is kind of like pressing a pause button and looking back and, you know, reviewing what you've done wrong. Um, how would you explain that, Matt, the, the whole idea of retrograde? It's that, okay, all the planets go around the sun and they don't actually turn backwards, but they're all going around the sun at different speeds. Mm -hmm. So if you've ever been on a road and traveled faster than a car next to you and that car appears from your perspective to be going backwards, that's how our retrograde works. Exactly. As far as the astrological effect goes, it's interesting whenever a planet, I mean, going retrograde does kind of indicate that it's a time to stop and think about matters around Mm -hmm. that planet. But the really interesting thing about right before a retrograde starts and right afterwards is that the planet gets real slow mm-hmm. and it kind of almost literally grinds to a halt. And depending right. on your individual transits, that can either be a very good thing or a very God awful thing. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the three planets this week, uh, we got uh, Saturn that I think went, Retrograde on Monday. On Monday, um, yeah. Venus went retrograde on Wednesday. Right? Yep, yeah. And then Jupiter, is it today? It's today, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a huge week. <laughs> a huge There's a lot week. going on this week. Huh? It's a huge week. Don't we have enough to deal with? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> already. It's sort, of like, it's sort of like the enti- message from the entire solar system is, hey, did you enjoy last month? Oh, here, have some more anyway. <laughs> oh, I know. God. It's a huge dose. But, right. You um, said that. Oh, go ahead, Christelle. No, I was just going to say, I think for me, what's going to be really interesting is for the le- next couple of weeks when we, ha- we have that exact square, the Venus and, and, and uh, Neptune square. <clears throat> I'm already feeling it when... Um, uh, Venus go, went retrogrades or when she was in her shadow um, mm-hmm. and we're talking about retrogrades in terms of like lovers and exes and <laughs> relationships sorry I went straight in there because it's it's a direct experience of mine so the minute she went kind of in her shadow like mm-hmm. I had my ex come through twice physically to my door during COVID like it was dangerous oh, I could yeah. not believe it the first time I, I was so sh- I was expecting it because obviously I've got the luxury of prediction but I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you, you know and I love this person in a way that this person is an amazing person but it's just like oh my gosh it was just so funny to me and also quite shocking to the system still to have someone come back into my life but are witnessing it during the Venus shadow Venus shadow and mm-hmm. so the first time around I had that kind of um relational situation when I'm having to deal with my ex but also deal with the feelings that it triggered within me and looking at myself and you know kind of thinking about the way that I'm loving myself in terms of my self-esteem and what I really want for myself with regards to this relationship because it's it's taken me to places where a lot of the times I didn't want to be in that if that makes sense so it took me back to thinking and reflecting upon what I had but not necessarily with this person but who I was when I was with this person if that makes Mm -hmm. sense 
Yeah. So it was really interesting. And then the second time it came back round or he came back round and I had to reevaluate that stuff and have conversations. I had loads of conversations with friends, with my partner, with my therapist. Because, you know. <laughs> right. And with your current uh, boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, you, you I don't know. tell him. He can't get upset with that. Because he's not upset because actually day. he knows. Yeah, yeah. The thing is about me and astrology and my openness is that you're, you're just going to. I'm going to be open because the way I understand symbolism is the way I want my partner to understand symbolism because then I feel like they understand me and they understand themselves so we can have that relationship. So Venus square Neptune is going to be really interesting (laughs) because for me it's like lots of social interaction, obviously lots of not issues necessarily, but relationships will go under scrutiny. And um, but it's all going to be really magical and like really lots of fantasy. And it's just really about grounding ourselves during this period and not overindulging because I have a feeling that's, you know, we're vulnerable to that. Well, yeah, you have to be very careful with that fantasy stuff, because the truth of it is, is that if you're in a relationship that really isn't what it's supposed to be, you know, you're right. going to fool yourself. <laughs> exactly exactly so that's why it's so important that's why for me reflecting and talking to the people around me about what was going on when I was experiencing this you know ex coming back was really important and really quite healing I did not take that for granted you know so that's something I, that I just wanted to kind of express so yeah oh money frivolous spending right well we're gonna we're gonna get to that part now Matt what is what are what are your thoughts about Venus retrograde and it's gonna square Neptune and square you guys is a a harsh aspect it's a difficult aspect yeah it's sort of like if you've ever been in love with someone and it made you a little stupid Time to I love that. <laughs> that is so true it's uh, I think now is a good time for when inevitably you either um, text your ex at 2 a.m. or they text you. I think this is a wonderful and unique opportunity to say, I love you and or care about you in a way that in no way, shape or form fits your agenda. Right. <laughs> so, really yeah. Like There's right. going to be like lots of stupid confusion over relationships, old yes. ones, new ones, lots of really regrettable Amazon purchases. Uh, and a whole lot of um, <laughs> phenomena I've developed. Uh, you know how with uh, COVID-19, they keep coming up, oh, here's a weird new symptom. It's making people's toenails fall off or something. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I personally am developing a really serious case of quarantine body. So um, <laughs> the prospects quarantine for... Quarantine body? Uh, quarantine body, yes. <laughs> um, we want to know what, is, what does that mean? I don't know what it, that is. Are you putting on weight? That means either A, I need to get out and exercise more, or B, I think it's twins. Oh, God. <laughs> well, let's just hope that you need yeah. to get out and exercise more. <laughs> that's, the, that's the overindulgence. You need to be careful. I know. Yeah, it's the curse yeah. of Sagittarius. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. But I think, actually, it's coming at a good time, even though it's a harsh aspect, like you say, Bruce. Um, I think it's coming at a good time because we need a bit of fun. We just need to be careful how much fun we have and just to have that logic in implemented in the way that we execute the fun, if that makes sense. I don't mean to sound too yeah, right. <laughs> detached, but it is a detached sign. So I, I think with the Gemini energy, it allows us to have this level of objectivity so we're not too kind of... Uh, emerged or is the word emerged to kind of like subjective i suppose in our decision okay. making so mm-hmm. the, the gemini and the air and the distance can allow us to be logical hopefully in in the way that we we conduct ourselves during the next two weeks well the thing of it is is that you know um venus is gonna retrograde Oops, sorry it's gonna retrograde and then hit neptune again so, yeah second time around yeah so you know <laughs> that's a that's a sweet you know venus and neptune you know they like each other but when they're harshly aspected hmm, yeah it, it, but it venus be a is a benefic, so hopefully it won't be too tough we just need to be careful for when mars goes into pisces and then you know that's already then, there right as in like yeah when he starts to make an uh, an exact aspect to venus that i'm not really looking forward to that <laughs> oh that's right that's right matt so <laughs> Well, you know, I don't 
will Mars conjunct Neptune and square Venus, or is it going to square Venus? It's going to square Venus. Then square Venus. And then, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well, at least it won't be a triple punch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I feel like Mars square the Venus will diffuse all the fun, and then we'll have like have to, we'll have to deal with all the repercussions. And yeah. so we know that obviously Mars in Pisces is just this big eruption ready to happen. And um, I was explaining to you guys yesterday, like I personally feel like we all need to be in a bath for mm-hmm. a long time whilst Mars is in Pisces because otherwise it could be you know it could trigger some real extreme displays of emotion so we need to find an outlet for when it, this does actually take place but I don't have the actual date on me Man, do you have that? Talk. No, it, do it I have this week Mars entered Pisces like um, uh, yesterday was it day before yeah, just like something yeah. like that and it's going to be there for what about three weeks? Um, yeah. yeah, and he's gonna square exact um, uh, around the ninth, the ninth or the tenth of June. He's gonna square Venus. So, yes. Oh boy. And get really intense then. So that's probably about the time when we start to get real about our, our spending, overindulgence, perhaps our relationships. You know, mm-hmm. a bit of yeah, a, the emotional baggage that yes. comes back up with all of that stuff. But to be fair, if we all like, this is a great time for artistry, you know, and yeah, having long baths. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. <laughs> but I think also um, for me, it's going gone, it's gone to be opposite my, um, my natal Pluto and Mercury. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I got to watch my temper around <gasps> everybody, you know. I only had contact with the cashier. Well, one on one cash. <laughs> no, 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 stop it. You come on social media. I've seen you there. You got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, when you're angry, Bruce. Right. And you know what? Let me just r- remind people, you are listening to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne. And I have my two lovely guests from over the water, Christelle and Matthew, the astrologer. So let's talk about Saturn. I mean, you know, Venus retrograde, although it can be challenging, it's it's not so much (laughs) difficult as uh, Saturn being retrograde. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about it, Matt. That and probably the worst thing about it is, and I mean, whether a planet is retrograde or not, that's one thing, but how it's affecting your birth chart or the birth chart of the city or the country you're in or whatever, Mm -hmm. that's another. And it's kind of like if you get, if transiting Saturn is square your sun, let's say, whether Saturn is retrograde or not, that's still going to sting. And what we're looking at between now and the end of the year is, Oh God! I don't even want to say it. Oh no, God! Let's talk about puppies instead, shall we? Let's talk about yeah. puppies. <laughs> let, yeah, um, let, let. I wish. <laughs> let's let's turn this into the puppy show and just agree that puppies are adorable and not talk about how Saturn is going to force us into a rerun of everything we were going through at the first part of the year. Yes, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, yep, and it's going to have the help of Pluto and Jupiter. And, you know, right. it was Saturn and Pluto that, that started this mess. So, yeah, yeah we're going to get another dose. So well, right now we, we've got this sense of freedom, I think, with this Gemini energy. Um, but with Saturn going retrograde, leaving Aquarius anytime soon, uh, we'll go back to that feeling of responsibility and restriction and feeling like that barrier again. But that's also going to induce lots of fear. I think. Well, Saturn does anyways, whatever sign he's in. But he's very strong. He's very strong in Aquarius and very strong in Capricorn. So we will have this huge sense of responsibility again. We might not feel it as much now. We might feel a bit, actually, with the days coming up, with the the new moon in Gemini and all of this, um, that might feel like we've got this sense of freedom. But Saturn will come back and be like, nope. Let's get back to work. Let's let's put some responsibility on this. And it will impact, obviously, on the, the government. Um, as far as my understanding goes, mm-hmm. Capricorn rules the Conservative Party. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jupiter rules the Liberal. Yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> so they, they, well, you know, we'll see what happens, but it'll bring it'll bring in some harsh lessons, important life lessons again for the second time. But this will most likely centre around the COVID coronavirus and how we proceed. Now, do you think that that's like a um, a guarantee that we're going to have another outbreak? Um, Is that the right word? Pretty uh, much, you know. Relax. I don't think there's a qualified scientist on earth who doesn't think that there's going to be some kind of a second wave or a third wave. Mm, I mean, yeah. that's that's just how bugs spread. And um, I just kind of think that if the world was being run by astrologers, we would <laughs> be trying to put off any grand reopenings maybe until... Oh God, 2022. So maybe it's a good thing yeah. astrologers aren't in the running things. <laughs> yeah. you know, Donald Trump would have your head for that one. Oh God, yeah. he's winning though. He's got the best numbers. Who has <laughs> Donald Trump. Trump? He has the best oh, numbers. Trump? Oh wow, he is a very stable genius, and he's got the best numbers. Sorry, I'm trying not to be <laughs> trying not to be political here, but you know. I know, I know. But isn't it the case that certain countries, that countries with strong Saturns, they do quite well when it comes to managing the country and managing the people and perhaps, you know, any atrocities that take place, it's manageable. I mean, we yeah, have a strong yeah. Saturn in this country, in the UK. Yeah. So I'm just, sorry? Yeah, and, and, and if you think about it, the classic British attitude of the stiff upper lip. Mm, you know. So true, and that is so Saturn. Keep calm yeah. and carry on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, we're not, we don't have the greatest handle on things, I don't think. Uh, as far as I'm aware, we've got one of the highest death rates here. So it's it's a bit confusing. But, it, you know, it's a, it's a confusing time considering that, you know, Neptune's in Pisces and Neptune is kind of sextiling our Capricorn planets. So... Well, the United States has um, Saturn in Libra where it's exalted. So, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is exalted in that spot. Very strong. The Mercury, Matt, in the U.S. NATO, and I know you know, some, there's some debate about which chart we use, but this is the chart I always use with the Sagittarius rising. It just fits more to me. But Mercury, um, the natal Mercury of the United States, mm-hmm. is going to be uh, hit again by Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto. It's an opposition. Okay. And what, and what house does Mercury rule? In this? What, naturally? Or? In the United States. No, oh, I don't have your, your chart. I'm looking at it. Okay, it rules the seven. Pisces? Uh, Aquarius? In, in our chart. Oh, Matt, did you, do you realize that uh, Venus is going to go retrograde in the seventh house? Yeah. Yep. Foreign relations. Wow. And Venus is going the wrong way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no way that the screw wrong up. way. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Reviewing of, of, of your relationships. Yeah. <laughs> that is too funny. So, what does that mean for your country? Oh, man. Um, America. <laughs> I love you guys. You know that, right? Break it to us gently. It's kind of like, I don't know how to explain this, but it's sort of like uh, Canada and the U.S. are like best buddies who have like grown up next door. But every once in a while, Canada has to play the role of that buddy who says, you know what? If you keep showing up at work for drunk, you're going to drunk. You're going to get in trouble. So here, just here, let me get you coffee. And uh, <laughs> uh, this, this Venus retrograde, I mean, regardless of the house placements or anything, it's passing over America's Mars. Now, if this was the birth chart of a person, I would be saying, wow, you're going to be good and horny the next couple of weeks. Wow. Um, Very how does that translate in terms of U.S. foreign policy? I don't even want to think about it. Well, it's just right. <laughs> and look, it's going to be square. It's square. Ne- it's square the natal Neptune. To, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it could be relatively peaceful, or it could be. You're looking very good today, Gina. No one- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, I think on a later show, when it comes a little bit closer to the Fourth of July, I, I think we chatted about this, Matt. There are some real difficult transits 
for the Fourth of July. So, oh yeah, yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, because uh, Saturn is retrograde and it re-enters Capricorn on July first. So right. that means on July fourth, it will be at that lovely what we call the anoretic degree, the twenty ninth mm-hmm. degree of Capricorn. Mm. Uh, so in other words, basically Saturn is going to be in the sign that it rules in theoretically its most powerful degree back where it was when you all got the word that, you know, the bowling alley is closed and you can't get your nails done anymore. Right. Right. Exactly (laughs) that. The restrictions are that it will hit us hard around that time for sure. That's what it It, looks like. And, you know, I guess most of my listeners or when I write posts, I try to be, ultra ultra easy because you know i don't want people to panic but i think Mm. like another astrologer friend told me when you tell them the truth you know maybe they'll fall in line with this but Mm. we we definitely are going to have a a second wave just but i think i think yeah but i think what would be good though is that we will be better prepared like i mentioned last time i feel like you know with my toilet roll like i know now how I can get hold of those things. <laughs> Wait, what do you call it? Are you toilet rolls? <laughs> oh, we call them toilet rolls. Okay. You call it tissue paper? We yeah. call it tissue paper too. Uh, tissue, what do we call it? Uh, what do you call it? No, I can't remember. I don't toilet know. Toilet paper. We call it tissue paper. Oh, paper. you call it tissue paper. Yeah. I, so that, that's what toilet I Toilet paper, that's what we call I, it. I prefer, I prefer the term butt wipe. But that's me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, yeah. So hopefully we will feel better prepared. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see the numbers, the stats as well, and how and who gets affected during the second wave, if there's one. Well, I don't like to, I don't like to be too, like, definitive when I say, when I mention predictions. But, um, yeah, it would be interesting to know. Yeah, it will. And, and then not only that, now we got Venus, Saturn, and then Jupiter is going yeah. right through today. Um, yeah. And that's kind of that's really difficult. Remember, we chatted about the the nineteen eighteen pandemic when yeah. uh, Jupiter and Pluto were aspecting back then. I'm not sure what the aspect was. They did three passes, meaning that right. they came to that exact aspect three times. The third time, it went away. It wiped out mysteriously. Was it just gone? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it, yeah. mysteriously or they were able to handle it. And of course, medicine these days compared to you know 1918, yeah. <laughs> we're a lot more advanced. So I'm hoping magically it can do that again because look, we got the we got the second we had the, the first pass April 4th. So we had the second pass that will be coming on um, what June 20 something. Yeah. And, yeah. Then the last one will be in November. Right. Uh, but I think also what's really good is we have Aquarius season on our side. <laughs> yeah. Like at the end of the year, next year, next year, end of the year, early next year, hopefully that work in our favor with the science and the and the genius innovations and you know. Right. It'd be nice to have that in conjunction with some Pisces energy or some healing. Yeah. And then you know, I don't know if you well, Matt, I think did you look at a lot of the US news? So we had this past weekend, there were just so many celebrity deaths. Oh uh, yeah. Um, do you know about wow. this? Maybe no. you know, this is a fast we, we had like five or six like famous people or legendary people, whatever, that died like in a matter of two or three days. From COVID? Uh I don't know if some of them had it or not. Okay. But I, I don't know. Did you hear Matt? I think the Roy Horn. Yeah, yeah. And what a, what a fascinating. I keep meaning. I keep digging into the Siegfried and Roy story, and I keep meaning to write about it. But it's getting more and more complicated. Just an incredibly fascinating case. Yeah, Roy Horn of Siegfried mm-hmm. and Roy did die of COVID nineteen. Mm. But if 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 you, I, I kind of get the feeling maybe I have to explain to the kids in the audience who Siegfried and Roy were. Um, <laughs> they had this, this big, big Las Vegas stage act with their white tigers, and it was oh. it was. If the, I showed you a picture, you'd you'd be like, okay, you've seen them somewhere. Yeah, oh, it was like okay. the most eighties thing that ever eighties. Um, and <laughs> Siegfried and Roy, their career on stage came to an end fairly famously one night when one of the tigers, long story short, kind of got confused and attacked Roy. But right. And I've been keep looking at his chart. And and believe it or not, the night he was attacked by this tiger, um, there were plenty of transits indicating that he was going to have like a heart attack or a stroke, but nothing mm-hmm. obvious about a violent attack. 
And what happened is this tiger bit him, didn't injure him that badly, but injured him badly enough in just the right way that it induced a massive stroke. Oh wow. So if you were his astrologer a month before that, you know, you'd be looking at those trans and saying, so have you had a checkup? How's your blood pressure? Okay, fine. Okay, okay fine. Right. And the transits still happen. And then you talk to your client a couple months later and they say, I'm sorry, he can't come to the phone. He had a stroke because of a tiger attack. Who mm. could have predicted that? Who? Nobody could have predicted that's that. That's a lot. And that's kind of Maybe. the whole thing with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction that happened last year that we're going to get a bit of a rerun of later in the year is that I don't think there's an astrologer out there who thought, oh, there's going to be a pandemic. But there were lots of us saying, okay, there is some very large shakeup coming to the economy and how we do business. Right. So right. I remember yeah. writing about that two years ago, just not knowing what the heck is this going to bring. And of course, it was in this. It landed in the second house of the United States natal chart. And what does the second house rule? Mm, finances, money. money. Yep. There you go. And yeah, stripping I, that apart. Today, I can't. The, the number of um, people that file for unemployment is just like we've wow. never had that many in history. I don't think. You know. Wow. Yeah. I think there's going to be a restructuring. Also, do you remember last time I mentioned that? Um, people being furloughed and being offered 80% from the employers and then 20% from the government. So they still get their salaries, but they don't work. So they yeah. stay home mm-hmm. in order to keep us safe. Wow. But it looks like there's words going around about it being restructured and perhaps it being either limited or reduced in in, in money. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, for the, fur- the furlough kind of initiative was probably like a, a panic <laughs> Kind of right. decision, and I'm just thinking now they've had time to think and re and reanalyze. I think this is, this is now the process where they're reanalyzing what they've put in place in the first place in order to help with the COVID outbreak. So it'd be interesting to, to know how this kind of plays out and whether people are going to start again panicking and being fearful about their income and the way in which that they can, you know, sustain and maintain their homes and their families. I think there's a lot coming. And, but again, there's a lot to learn from this too. So again, going around and establishing what we have within our reach to, right. to you know, uh, you, you, in, in terms of utilizing our resources so that we can make things last and save money and at the same time save nature as well and save our health. So, right. yeah. so do you so think the fact mm-hmm. that transiting Neptune, I think is up to 20 now, um, it's going to barely aspected by transiting Jupiter, transiting Pluto. That's got to be good for a cure, right? Sure. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not reassuring at all. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Well, actually, you know, I mean, Neptune does have a natural association with infectious disease. Yes. Um, Neptune, of course, rules Pisces. So that might explain on the one hand why this is happening now. But on the other hand, it does give us a lot of hope for a fix. Right. And I think they're coming close. Um, the guy that's squealing on Trump, the one that he fired. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. He, he's he's talked so much about how they missed the mark. It's, yeah. it's pretty shameful. And you know nothing's going to happen to Trump. Uh, you don't care. I don't know. I'll tell him. I don't care. <laughs> he's up again, isn't he? Have you guys checked his chart to see if he's got any hope? Is it in six months? I don't know when you guys do the election, but is he looking well, I'm, good? I'm waiting. Matt and I are going to wait until Biden chooses his running mate. Yeah. Uh, Okay. His transits don't look Trump's transit don't they don't look that bad, you know? But I feel like he's just a really lucky guy. And it's <laughs> it's so weird because like last election, last election, we still don't have a confirmed time of birth for Hillary Clinton. Right. Um but every all the astrologers were looking at it, the majority of them were calling it for Hillary, just like the majority of the media was and all that. And the thing is we ended up having a US election where one candidate got three million more votes than the other, but the other one won. Oh, right. so astrologically, how do you pick the winner out of that? I'm mm. personally, I uh, when uh, when the when that was a big issue at the time, who's going to win? I was looking at the U.S. chart and looking at the next four years, and I was strongly tempted to say, uh, whoever wins this election loses. 
<laughs> because, wow. because, you know, if, if Hillary Clinton was president right now, that wouldn't have stopped this virus. And, you know, it would be a nightmare and everyone would be up her tailpipe about that. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> well, but but look, I mean, it was Trump who whatever that they had some kind of task force that was supposed to handle pandemics. Yeah. Well, he closed it. So much for well, that. Before the pandemic came through, you mean? Yes, he closed it. Yeah, I think think so here. I heard the same thing about it. We had a system in place and I think it was disintegrated a good few years ago. But that would have helped us if we had kept that system, whatever that that was or whatever that looked like. There was a process. And I don't know why they did that. Well, I think he did it because he wanted the money to go somewhere else. You know? oh, there you go. So they need to let us run the country. How about that? Yeah. yeah. You know? I'm, can, can, I, can I make a mildly controversial statement here? Sure. <laughs> there mildly. is. I don't know if I could stand inside Donald Trump's brain and read it. I know the exact moment he decided once and for all to uh, run for president. That was back the. Uh, under previous pre- presidents, they used to do the, uh, what is it, the big press night where they'd have all the politicians would have dinner with members of the press and people would kind of lovingly roast the right. politicians. And they, Obama tore a strip off of Donnie, who was sitting in the audience, just like three lines. And it's just he was so angry and humiliated and couldn't hide it that I know that's the exact moment that he decided I'm going to become president and I'm going to undo every last thing this man has done. You know what? I remember that. Yeah. I remember when he was in the audience and Obama said that about him and he, he was looking like. Uh, yeah. Crazy. And it I was it's, it's strictly personal. It's like Obama cured cancer. Well, now it's cancer for everyone. <laughs> wow. But you know, with, with um, I mean, I, I don't know much about what you're talking about, but that's really interesting. I'm just thinking in terms of the new moon um, in Gemini coming up. And he, he's oh, a yeah. sun in Gemini, right? Yeah. 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 Right. So like it's, it's, it's um, Venus, Mercury will be a part of this new moon. Yeah. And node. And so although it's very initiating, I feel like it will be definitely heightened some tension. Involved in that, <laughs> right? Yeah. All of that going on in his tenth house—that's yeah, right. So definitely, in terms of like that Venus uh, um, and Neptune square. So I feel like he's been overindulging. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think with Melania, he hasn't been. <laughs> with somebody else, maybe. Yeah, but he will- for the repercussions somehow one way or another because of that that mars right that square i just don't know whether it's hitting his actual degree on his son it's close but it's not a real close hit it's not like a two free orb within two free yeah. orb degree that's that's close enough, close enough. pretty close to, yeah and that's that's really would you call it the driver of his, of his chart that uh sun conjunct North Node and Uranus because yeah. it's, it's in his tenth oh. house, you know, and yes. that's those aspects we know him as this person who goes against the rules. You know, he's a rebel. Rebellious. You know, he does things his own way. You know, yes, unconventional. So yes, but that that's what makes him so interesting to me, though the fact that he is so unconventional and he's so unique in his approach. I don't dislike or, or like Trump, to be honest. I just see him as someone who triggers particular type of, types of thinking and perspective. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's good or bad, he's definitely different and has led the consciousness to kind of go a different direction since his power. So very Aquarius, very Uranus. And yeah, that, that, very much so. I yeah, don't think yeah, the office yeah. of the president of this country will be the same when he leaves. Yeah. You know? yeah. It makes it very interesting to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. so in terms of the new moon, though, you guys looking forward to it? Well, mm, I you know, I, I need to pay more attention to those. I'm always looking at my outer planets because, of course, they oh, make yeah? the biggest difference. You know, the, the eclipses and that kind of thing. Oh, Ooh, there's one coming. This is a yeah, loose yeah. eclipse, I believe, on the, 20th, on the 22nd of May. It's a loose one. But there's one in June. I'm not sure. Yes. Solar. 
Right. Matt, yeah. do you look at your, your new moons? Uh, there is, I do. I, you know, the thing is, I tend to look at them in advance and then forget about them. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, meanwhile, what is, what is, yeah, what is Saturn trying to do to us now? I'm not because I do the same, Matt. Yeah. So the, the next one on um, the 22nd, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because we have a new moon on the 22nd, right shortly after the sun has entered Gemini. And then a month later, we have an eclipse in the first degree of cancer. Um this this upcoming new moon, and I, I like to tell people to, you know, set your intentions and figure out what you want to fix in the next month or whatever on that day. And, uh, yeah, there's a whole load of Gemini going on with this one. And it would be, I, I would encourage people to just think things through. You know, mm-hmm. the next time you get uh, something forwarded to you on Facebook from your aunt, about how bat soup causes coronavirus and it's spread through 5G cell phones. And that's why Bill Gates wants to put a microchip in you. Um, right. That maybe you should think and do a little research before you start spreading that around. Yeah. But so, like, think with love and sensitivity. You know, the intent is to be harmonious. Yeah. No expression. And not only that, uh, the nose. The nodes switch signs too. So the North Node is in Gemini. So we do have to think about um, the information that we're putting out there and all that. That's important because I mean, in this in this digital age, bad information or misinformation gets around so quickly. And they're saying um, when we think back to when the virus first came out, people were saying that black people couldn't get it. I don't I haven't seen any data that says, well, that was part of the reason. But, you know, some people do believe that the fact that black people, some black people were told that they couldn't get it, that, you know, they kind of carried on and they, they didn't pay attention to to what was going on, you know. Hmm. And, and that's one thing that uh, having been now that I'm an older dude and that I have a lot of experience with paranoia. Uh, that's yeah. one thing that happens whenever there's like a major disaster or like, you know, an outbreak of a disease or something like that. There's mm-hmm. always someone who wants to explain it right away by invoking some sort of really large, horrible conspiracy. I mean, mm. people seem to forget that, you know, like when AIDS broke out, it was sort of like, oh, it was engineered in a government laboratory because they want to force national ID and vaccines on everyone. Well, mm-hmm. that's exactly the same story you're hearing from people now, and it's just as much a crock as it was then. Wow. So no, I didn't know that. New new moon in Gemini, please smarten up people. I know it's hard, but try. <laughs> Use your logic, be rational, be objective in the way that you think about things. Um and uh yeah i think with the venus being there also it's about love and courtship and and harmony so being able to express yourself to yeah. others with love but also with yourself i don't mean to sound like woo woo and um <laughs> no but uh, we, we could have used a touch open we could use a touch of pisces here at this point because we're I getting all miserable and horrible so much. Matt, thank you so much for that acceptance. I really appreciate that. I can't help it. But with that Venus, it's a it is about that that um you know being considerate of the other person and just yeah sharing the love. I think that would really help, especially with that Mars, who just wants to be aggressive in that yeah, Pisces. Uh, yeah, so and it doesn't really like it. being in Pisces. Mars doesn't like being in Pisces. All that water, he wants to be in some fire or some air where he can really do his thing. You know, exactly, so. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll struggle there. He'll struggle there. But again, if we can like be creative and you know be in the bath, that would really help. Right. Um. And oh, and Matt, you brought this up earlier, and I wanted to throw it out there to the to the listeners. Um, Jupiter, not Jupiter, well, Neptune, square Venus. Mm-hmm. It has to do with eating too much. Yeah. 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 Going off your diet, going off your budget. Um, it's, and you know, mm-hmm. you know what? I mean, under the current circumstances, I say go for it. Yeah. You know, no. why not? Why not just, why not bathe in the experience? Well, no, I think that we've had enough time to do that. I think once once we have a little bit more freedom, you know, and and maybe we can go to the gym one one person at a time or something like that. 
you know, we don't we don't want to be completely out of hand. Well, that, that's true. And I mean, it depends on the details of your own particular birth chart. Like me personally, exactly. I, I have moon in cancer on the ascendant. So my uh, self-isolation goals usually add up to something like, you know, I don't think I've ever ordered two pizzas in the same day. Let's do <laughs> Is that. that what you did? <laughs> I'm going to one day I will be ordering <laughs> one day soon. I'm going to make a point of ordering two pizzas in the same day just because I've wow. never done it. <laughs> wow well, i guess this is the right time to do that for yeah. sure but this you know? is the thing. this is why i feel like um definitely have some fun definitely enjoy this temporary kind of pleasurable time but mm-hmm. with saturn going retrograde now and like slowly going back into capricorn we've got to have some some degree of restriction i yeah. think it's going to help ground us i'm hoping that's going to help with the grounding because yeah. Obviously, we're going to have this. Is, this is going to be rose tinted glasses kind of period for us mm-hmm. while she's going retrograde and meeting Neptune. Um, so, yeah, it could cause a lot of pain if we're not careful. So, well, yeah. It has already. Have, fun, have, have cautious fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, my thing, um, you know, I love to talk about these celebrities and their astrology. Yeah. And, um, I wanted to talk about Boosie Badass as A-Z-Z. <gasps> you told me about him yesterday. I was like, this is so controversial. Well, yeah, it's completely controversial. Um, he went on his um, Instagram or Twitter or whatever and said that he allowed, he paid some woman to have sex with his sons who were like 12 or something uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Huge safeguarding concern. That Huge. is out of control. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But it, it, and looking at his chart, I mean, the first thing you see, and we don't have a time for him, look at all of those planets in Scorpio. I like, know. Yeah. Massive. <laughs> it's kind of, Huge. it's really a disappointment to me in some ways because, you know, um, the more you know about astrology, the more you know that you can't rely on just the stereotypes you know if there's that guy Mm -hmm. in the back of the bar who won't shut up he doesn't have to be a gemini you know right but when Mm -hmm. the guy in the back Mm -hmm. of the bar who won't shut up does turn out to be a gemini it's like oh that's such a disappointment (laughs) and this guy's got so much scorpio that there's it's yeah he's the little head thinks for the big head Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's probably obsessed with 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 sex or what have you. He must be so potent, and like his Mars is actually squaring his Mars squares. He's. I mean, I know we don't have time. We don't have the time, but I'm assuming. Perhaps Go ahead, tell us. Tell us. Scorpio, right? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Go ahead. I didn't hear you. Tell oh, me. can you hear me? I'm saying the 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 Mars squaring his moon. Yeah. Oh, no. Sextiling, he, he, oh, sextiling his moon. I beg your pardon. Oh. Further enforcing that kind of like potency and sexual drive. Yeah. But also, like the moon, the moon represents your tribe, right? So that that that's how I would connect this whole sex scandal, the children, the family, and how they would be impacted by his massive potency and energy in Scorpio. But this is someone who needs to experience lots of like, you know, deaths, symbolic deaths and transformation throughout his life. This is what's going to help him feel alive. I mean, Scorpio energy is like that anyways. Obviously, I'm not saying that Scorpio energy is sexualized in this way. And like, you know, this this would happen with every, every Scorpio nature. That's not what I'm saying at all. But the shadow side, I suppose, to this is that the intensity around sexual drive and the harm it can cause. If, if that's making any sense. <laughs> right. Well, it, yeah. it, it does. And I think also the fact that I think he's been in jail for murder and then right. he, he beat cancer and all of this stuff. But he's been through a lot then, it sounds like. And that's very scorpionic. Yes. But this is a huge stellium, so powerful. Yeah. And also his Uranus is opposing his moon in Scorpio. So that's sudden exposure to deeper nature, his deeper nature. Yeah. That's what's going on right now. So even though it was voluntarily, he's obviously felt the urge to tell the world that this has happened to his children. And he's, you know, he has no shame. I get the impression there's no shame within that. Yeah, Yeah, it's sort of like with a moon Mars aspect like that, um, usually, and it's it's what we think of as a nice aspect. 
but uh, mm-hmm. usually you can look at it and make some kind of a gem- generic statement like, well, you seem to be e- able to easily express your emotional needs, you know, and that's nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember Jason from the Friday the 13th movies? <laughs> Jason never complained. Jason always knew what he wanted. He always got what he wanted. So <laughs> Jason from the Friday the 13th movies has a really nice Moon Mars aspect. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> did you way. ever hear you Jason know, complain? No. He just picked up his machete and he did his job. Did what he had to do. <laughs> no complaints. No complaints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not only that, I mean, Jupiter conjunct Mercury. Mercury rules the mind. Jupiter makes it bigger in Scorpio. I mean, he thinks about sex all the time. Uh, mm. As far as this really doing anything to his career... Um, I mean, is he a rapper? Sorry, I beg your pardon. I'm not sure. What does he do? Is he? A, he's a rapper, right? Yeah, he's a is rapper. He the okay. Transiting, transiting Jupiter, transiting Saturn, and transiting Pluto are going to be square his Pluto and square his Saturn. Um, we're going to probably hear some more about this, or we're going to hear some more about him, mm-hmm. because those are some really hard transits. And this mm-hmm. is like the second time he, he came out a couple of months ago and said something about Dwayne Wade's uh, son, who is transgender. Do you remember that, Matt? I, I know Christelle. She, Vaguely, she yes. She doesn't watch the U.S. news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, he caught a lot of flack for that, too, you know? And yeah. you guys, oh, man, our time is almost up. Um, already? Already. Oh, already. wow. We have to say still. Oh, this is, this is, it's life in quarantine. Time has lost all meaning. They, that, that's the Neptune influence. But like in the Capricorn energy, there is no time. But you know what? On the other hand, here I am hanging out with a couple of awesome dudes from around the world oh, talking no. about stuff. So there's, right. there's good. <laughs> and one of them under the rule of Donald Trump. You know. Okay. Christelle, if people yes. want to get a hold of you, how do they contact you? Okay, so do you know what? I'm quite lazy. I've only got one platform, really. I've got Facebook, but I use Instagram. So uh, go on to my Instagram, Heartspace Astrology, or email me at info at heartspaceastrology.com. All right. And Mr. Matthew, how do people reach you? I'm, you know what? Here's the thing send me an email, I'll send you a free ebook, and I'll tell you where you can find my stuff. Because it's on BeliefNet, it's on Astrologeeks, it's on Sastrology. I think right. I saw myself work in the corner down the road last week. <laughs> um, just send me an email, I'll send you a free ebook. It, it's all one word. Sastrology. <laughs> hmm? Did I hear that? Sastrology. Yeah, he, he writes for that. Uh, I do the weekly uh, uh, love and romance forecast there, which has been interesting recently. Believe me. Um, oh, yeah. How do you do it? How do you write a weekly dating uh, horoscope when no one goes outside anymore? That's been oh, a challenge. Wow. Anyway, long story short, send me an email. It's astrology show at gmail.com. I'll send you a free book. We'll talk. Oh yeah, this this online thing is is getting people together. Believe me, I'm doing it. All right, you know I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are because you're you're already connected. But you guys, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can go to my site at psychicwayne1.com. That's psychicwayne the number one dot com. You can also follow me on Instagram at psychicwayne one and follow me on Facebook, psychicwayne. And yeah, so. I will be back next week. And these these two astrologers, great astrologers, are definitely going to be back on my show. Yay. Shout out to Zoe Williams. Um, I thank everybody for, for listening to um, Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align. And I hope everybody has a great weekend. And um, I will talk to y'all next week. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys. You're tuned in to Starstruck, where the stars align.